Holy shit. It's been a very long time. I should probably dust my shoulders off. It's been a minute. This is Zicky Dice. You already know. Rolling the dice with Zicky Dice live. Coming to you from the White Rabbit in Austin, Texas. Damn it. San Antonio. Thank God for my uh, in-home in uh, studio crowd today. Does that make sense? In-home studio? I don't know. I don't know. Austin's close. Austin's close. Austin is awesome. I will tell you something awesome that happened in Austin today. Sitting there eating Mexican food. It was just us, the band, in this Tex-Mex place. And um, I had I was facing the door. And in walks Andrew WK, I swear to God. Today? I swear to God, today. I have a picture. I will show you. Today. Andrew WK walks in the re- Mexican restaurant. I'm like, holy shit, that's Andrew WK. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, right. And they all turn, and I saw them like, oh, shit, maybe that is Andrew WK. <laughs> oh, shit, or the world's best lookalike. Right. Sure enough, we check his Twitter, and it says, Houston show canceled, hanging out in Austin for the day. And it was Andrew W. fucking K, the king of the party. So I go up to him, and I was like, hey, I'm going to ask this guy for a fucking picture. And the band's like, no, no. I, I got up, and Taylor was holding my arm, insisting that I don't go say anything to him. He was scared like a little pussy. But I went up, and I said, I, I said hello. I was like, Mr. W.K. And he turned around, and I was like, is it okay if we get a picture with you? He said, absolutely. Unzipped his jacket, and there it was, the shirt that said party. And we took a picture with him. True story. True fucking story. Very special guest on the show today, Mr. George Schmitz. Did I say that right? Yeah. Yep. Stick that's to your it. gun. That's it. The machine himself. I well, I wouldn't go that far, but I play the drums. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, welcome, welcome to rolling the dice. Yeah, man. we're rolling the dice. I'm now dice rolling. You you are dice rolling. We are podcasting with here Zicky at the, dice. See, when you it? said when you said Zicky, I heard Ziggy, and I was thinking like you know Ziggy Stardust. So I, here I am, an <laughs> asshole, just. On the podcast network, trying to search for Ziggy Dice for an hour, and I'm like, this fucking guy is an asshole. He just tricked me. This is just some fucking stupid prank. Well, he doesn't I'm, have a podcast. Well, I was worried that I was gonna fuck up your last name, so I guess we're even. On we're, that one. There we go, Ziggy Dice. And you were actually talking about that you want to start a podcast yourself. You were saying I do want to start a podcast myself. I um, think you should. About what? Uh, you know, I would love to do it where I I talk to people about uh, movies or comics or you know just life in general. Whatever they really want to talk about. I, I don't know if I'm that good of a conversationalist, though, so I guess I'd have to kind of bait. I guess we'll find out right I would, now. Yeah, I would, I would definitely have to beta test it. Um, yeah. Why not use rolling the dice as your beta test? This Ro- is why okay. we're here. This is it. This is it. This is it. I'm in beta mode right now. This is a test. All right. Well, let's talk about the tour for a little bit because I've been, I've been slacking on the podcast. I promised everyone I'd be doing one once a week. I failed. I failed my listeners. You know what? I failed all 15 of my weekly <laughs> listeners. My family is going to be so upset. <laughs> you got to under under promise over deliver. That's that's what I always say. So you you know don't write checks that your ass can't cash. <laughs> <laughs> that's my biggest problem. I'm going to be honest with you. And that, I, I'm trying though. I'm going to pick up the slack. I'm going to line up all these motherfuckers staring at us right now. I'm going to get them in line to podcast this week. It's going down. There's a lot to be doing on this tour though, to be that fair. Is true. Um, that is true. Because, you know, all six bands, usually you'll catch yourself watching at least two to three of them a night just out just because, you know, well, for God's it. sakes, you're playing in two of them. A night. I Let's am, talk about well, that. Yeah, I am. Uh, Devin from Such Gold went to go play with Trash Talk, which no is, shit. yeah, which is a really cool opportunity. But uh, he, he was like, yeah, I'm doing this thing. And I was like, oh, do you need a fill in? And he's like, would you do it? And I'm like, yeah. 
And you manned up. And yeah, so here I am. Uh, two, yeah, two sets a night. But okay, now let's see. Your stick to your gun set is what? You guys been doing 45? Uh, yeah, it's like 10 and a half songs. Yeah. And then you're doing ten such gold yeah. songs. Which is another 10 songs. Right before that. Yeah. Every single night. Yeah. Um, and it's going well. You, how you been feeling? I, I feel fine. Um, you look great. Thanks. You look like a million bucks. <laughs> the uh, the last time we were in Europe, we took First Blood, and I also played with First Blood for mm -hmm. that whole tour. Um, so I'm not a stranger to doing the two sets a night, so I, I, gu I guess it's not as bad. Three sets might be pushing it. Right. Um, <laughs> well, maybe we could use you. I'll give Blaze the boot, and you can <laughs> hop on in for yeah. a few songs. <laughs> you know, Jorge was uh, going to put up a wager for me to play everyone's set one night, and I would only get five fuck-ups. But if I did it, I would get like a grand. Wow! But I say you fucking take it. I, I would take it, but I think I would fuck up like half the story so far set because Ryan has so many like. Uh, He's a crazy motherfucker, yeah, he, Ryan Tor. Yeah, just I'll tell you that. He's sitting over there on the couch watching the foosball game. <laughs> I, I feel like so much of what he does is just precision based, while I'm just like kind of just hitting things, you know, loudly. Yeah. So yeah, I would probably fuck their setup. Well, you've been doing good, man. It's uh. I actually didn't you say you were at one of our shows back in the day at uh, yeah Kansas City? at uh, at the Sandbox in uh, in the back of the vinyl shop capacity Vi yeah. of fifteen people <laughs> fifteen people <laughs> I was one of the fifteen people there trip out trip out now now you you uh, you're living in Seattle is that correct I do I live in Seattle Seattle right by Washington. that awesome park you were, I was telling you about yeah you can see the whole fuck yeah right by Cary Park right down the stairs. And Literally when, on Third Street. And when did you move there? Uh, I moved there in August. August, you love it? Yes, it's the best city on the planet. I'll go on record saying it's the best city on the planet. What about the weather? Uh, it's the best. It's a hundred percent of the reason why I moved there. Fuck. Along All right. with yeah, along with anything associated with grunge, grunge culture. So hey, I love personally. I love Seattle. I think it's fucking beautiful and awesome. Very awesome. And um, okay, so we're here. Finally got you on the podcast. Yes. Let, let's get nerdy. Okay. Let's get because I've I've learned on this tour that everyone has their fucking little nerdy trick. Ev everyone's got one. And I caught you just about every single day reading comics one way or another on a what? cell phone, analog, on a laptop. analog, digital, <laughs> you name it, you name it. I'm trying to read it. So I asked you the other day, but let's go on the record. What are your favorite comics? Give me a top five. Uh, Give uh, the listeners a top five. Okay. Well, the comics I'm reading right now, um, out of the out of the titles that I'm actually reading, uh, Mark Wade's Daredevil is hands down my favorite book that I pull. Um, I'd follow that up with Scott Snyder's Batman. Mm -hmm. uh, the relaunch of Astro City is another book that I really look forward to every month. Uh, Dan Slott's Superior Spider-Man is also on there. And if I had to round out the top five, I'd probably go with Superior Foes of Spider-Man. Uh, Nick Spencer's writing it. Ooh, all yeah. right, all right. Yeah, those are like my favorite books that I'm pulling right now. As far as just like general heroes, it's probably Spider-Man, Batman, Daredevil, Hulk and Superman. Now, have you have you always been in the comics, or is it something you picked up later? Yeah, no, I I started. What you're 23 years old, right? 23, yeah. Okay. I started with uh, Batman the Animated Series and X Men the Animated Series when I was a kid, mm -hmm. uh, and also Spider Man the Animated Series. Those were those were the big ones for me, and um, from there, 
I, you know, I was buying toys and like my neighbors, like my neighbors who were older than me would give me comics here and there. But yeah. it, it, it was just like a just, oh, yeah, I like superheroes, you know. Yeah, yeah. And when Spider-Man 1 came out, I feel like that was the game changer for me. It was around when I was like 11 or 12. Mm-hmm. And I just started aimlessly buying Spider-Man back issues. Didn't matter what it was. If it had yeah. Spider-Man on it, I was going to buy it and read Can't it. Can't blame you there. Spider-Man <laughs> is my fucking favorite superhero. Yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's the Everman. He's the Everman hero. And it started there, and it's just been a bug since oh, then. Yeah. And so I've been collecting since then. And, uh, yeah, and now I spend unholy amounts of con- on I money see, on I, comic you books. You go out for a walk. I, what I think you're going to go change real quick, you come back with a bag full of comics. If I can find a deal <laughs> somewhere, I'll, I'll hop on it. I, <laughs> I, I, got a fucking hair tri- I got a hair trigger on it, man. I love it. Yeah. I love it. My, my favorite superheroes are Spider-Man's number one. Okay. Fucking Gambit, I love. Okay, Gambit. Gambit, Gambit's pretty cool. He's a rude fucking prick, and I love it. Gambit is cool. And I, I feel like I feel like I may be Gambit in my past life. I'm a gambling <laughs> asshole. I can't throw cards. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm working on it. Slap really a Cajun am. accent on there. I, really, <laughs> I know. I'm, I need to go get his haircut. Kind of got it going on. Yeah, you got it going on. Stick. I need a brown jacket. Maybe a, maybe a headband. You know. Oh, and I got to lose about a good. Maybe 80, 90 pounds. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Right? I, well, we'll get there. We're Zicky working on Dice it. Zicky Dice is trying to work out. Zicky Dice is working out. Trying to look good for the podcast. Even though they can't see me, you still got to look good. Yeah. All the time. You can hear it in the voice. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Now, let's talk about my nerdy traits, which is going to bring up one of my, the story I've been dying the to talk to you about. The story you've been dying you know to talk to. I already know we, it is. We've talked about this a few days ago. I've been waiting to do this podcast just so I can hear it. But I, as, as my listeners may know, I am a nerd for fucking pro wrestling. Huge nerd. Backed. I love pro wrestling. Backed 100%. Thank you. I still watch pro wrestling. My chick doesn't understand it. My friends don't understand it. They're over there watching football. I guarantee they. I don't want to sit and watch football with them just like they don't want to sit and watch pro wrestling right. with me. But, hey, I love it. Share your fucking story with me right now. Let's hear it. Okay. I want you to drop the news. You want to go straight into it? Let's go straight okay, into it. Okay, straight into it. Okay, well, um, in elementary school, I – also lived for pro wrestling. Uh, right. Lived lived and breathed pro wrestling. What was your favorite wrestler? Let's, uh, get, let's talk that before. You know, it was probably between either it was probably Mankind and uh, Stone Cold. Ooh. Those were probably my favorites. Uh, and when The Rock came around to being not a heel, um, but definitely probably the, the, those were probably my top three. If you look right here, I got a Shawn Michaels tattoo. HBK. Yeah. Okay. Shawn Michaels is my jam. I would kill to meet Shawn Michaels. Okay. Kill. I want to give someone. I may give someone sweet chin music tonight on the tour. I don't know. Depends how many shots. We'll we'll get to that later. Right. Continue, please. So uh, I can't remember the event. Um, I know it was a big pay per view, and it was in Kansas City. Um, And the main event was Stone Cold facing the Undertaker. Mm -hmm. But uh, this was the infamous event where Owen Hart died. Holy and shit. I was there. I was six rows away from the ring. He was going by. uh, What was it? The blue. uh, Jesus, um, bird. Yeah, I was, I was gonna the, I was gonna do a little homework so I knew what pay per view and what fuck. year it was exactly. Uh, but he was going through. He was hiding that he wasn't that blue bird. Right. That 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 was the big thing. He was yeah. hiding his identity. Yes. And uh, he was facing off against uh, who was the guy who he was like a pimp, and he had uh, fucking um, the Godfather. Yeah, the Godfather. The That's ho- it. Yeah. The ho train. The ho train. Oh. Yeah. Okay. God, I so. Wish I would- was the Godfather? God damn it! Yeah, and uh, it was it was just like a um, it was an undercard event, you know, not a big mm-hmm. deal. You everyone knew that the uh, the Undertaker and Stone Cold were coming up, and um, man, he just like honestly, my my recollection is he just fucking fell. 
And you, you saw that? I saw the whole thing. And you were, how, how close were you? Six, six rows away from the ring. Six we had rows we away. had tickets for just like some like bullshit seating in the back, and yeah. my dad scalped tickets off of a guy to get him to get us closer. Holy shit! And so we were six rows away from the ring, like literally in the foldout chairs that were just like surrounding the ring. And I watched Owen Hart fall and his head hit the turnbuckle and die. So he fell in the ring. He fell. I always in, thought that he fell in the in the crowd. No, he fell into the ring. And that was because. Um, I was actually watching the pay-per-view at right. home, and they didn't show anything. They said something uh, terrible had happened, and they, they were just... sure they didn't release any information right. that someone may have gotten hurt, and it was like right before his match started. Right before, yeah, yeah. I got to look up the name of the blue. I, I forgot. The the bird. It was a little bird yeah, thing he was this, going with. Is this you? That's me. Um, it, uh, you know, it happened, and everyone, uh, because I, I feel like there's that... Um, there's that social contract when you are a fan of wrestling where you understand that there are elements of state that, that are staged, but oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a theater performance more than anything, you know? And um, so going into it, you know, you expect things like that. You expect yeah. you expect things to be cheesy or campy or hokey, but you're okay. That's why you're there. That's why you love it, you know? And uh, I, it says it was May 23rd, 1999. Yeah, Kansas okay. City, oh, Missouri. shit. Okay, I would have been... Yeah, I would have been nine. Holy shit, they're saying there's video. Yeah. I actually don't want to watch the no, video. No, don't watch myself. the video. Don't because watch the video. I, uh, I'm i a huge... We've been talking about for a while doing Heart to Heart Rip-Off Heart Foundation t-shirts. Okay, okay. With H-E-A-R-T. You right. Know? And I I couldn't imagine. The way... I'll share a little bit of Zicky Dice's history. The way I got okay. the name Zicky Dice is my made-up pro wrestler name. That's okay. how I got Zicky Dice. I went to tr- two trainings. At Vendetta Pro Wrestling, back home where I live. Yes. Gangrel is from where I'm from. He still has Gangrel. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. 15 minutes away from me. Gangrel is 15 minutes away from me. Shut the fuck up. He posts up with vampire teeth on his fucking 1983 Camaro. Holy shit. He still thinks he's a badass. He is a badass. Yeah, I used to get scared as fuck when he come out with the blood Hell yeah, the blood bats? <laughs> the lights Terrifying. Off, be blood everywhere. Oh, my God. Insane. I couldn't handle it when I was a kid. Just holy shit. Oh, dude, it would scare the hell out of me. Same with Kane coming out. That yeah. all scared oh, the hell out of me. Did the fire? Oh, my God. And you know what? Like, I went to two of those trainings, and I was like, okay, I wrestled for 11 years growing up. You yeah. Know, freestyle, Greco-Roman, collegiate-style wrestling. And I was like, all right, maybe I'll have a, a good chance. Right. No way. That is the hardest shit I've ever done. My first training, after it was all said and done, I learned how to take a bump. I learned we had to do some rolls and some exercises. Yeah. One of the exercises I had to do in the ring is you grab the top turnbuckle. And you have to hop and swing your legs over the top rope and back in. Yeah. Both sides quick. It's fucked. It is fucking painful. Dude. Painful. Uh, fucking uh, Johnny. Johnny. Do you, do you know Johnny Plague? Uh, singer of Winds of Plague? Johnny no, Plague? I, oh, I, I've seen that, but no, I he, don't. Uh, he, at one point, I think he went to a similar school because uh, they were trying to get him into pro wrestling. He's like, no fucking way. Yeah, he's got a nice build for yeah, pro wrestling, Yeah, no, dude's fucking jacked. But he said, like, you know, two weeks, and he just got the shit kicked out of him. And he's like, this. It's, it, it's yeah. fucking hard. Yeah. My fr- like my first training at the end of it, they're like, "All right, uh, take off your shirt." I was like, uh, "Excuse me, what's going on? Take off your shirt and stand in the corner." Take off my shirt. I go in the corner. I had to take a chop from every single person in that wrestling school that was there that oh night. Oh my god! My nipples almost fell off. I swear to God. You, you know how you, you see a hickey? Right. There's a hickey roaming around the room. I won't say the name, but there's if you look, a hickey. It has that purple, you know, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. That's what my chest looked like with handprints. Oh, that, my God. And that's why I was like, when people were like, okay, wrestling's fake. We get it. What's scripted is the way the match fake. is going to go down. Not not fake. Yeah. What's scripted is the way the match is going to go down. But what they do, there is fucking real risks that go on. And that yeah, hell fucking yeah. chop hurts so bad. And I like, 
and the first thing they taught me was like, all right, and they taught me how to tie up too. And like, first thing you got to do is you got to you got to be in that uh, wrestling mentality. You got to have your persona the whole time. You got to yeah. be acting. You can't the break. Whole time. Exactly. Yeah. So my first train, like, all right, start acting. I was like, well, fuck, what am I gonna do? You know. So yeah. I just kind of went with it. But I never want to get chopped again. Yeah. Fuck. I actually ran into one of the wrestlers at the bar once. Okay. Mr. Clay, big old power lifter guy. Yeah. And he's like, let me give you a chop. Of course, I'm fucking several drinks in. Lift up my shirt. I let this, I let this motherfucker chop me at the bar like an idiot. It's fucking so painful. <laughs> so painful. Uh, it sucks. That's terrible. It sucks. Yeah. So, Jesus Christ, man. I love nerding out. It's, it's, and I, I, hopefully people will still listen. We'll, we'll get them into wrestling and yeah. comics. We'll get it. Yeah. We'll get it. I, you know, uh... To, to this day, I still have that wrestling bug. If I'm ever flipping through channels and, like, Raw's on, I, oh, I yeah. stop. I oh, stop, yeah. and I have to watch it. La- last tour, um, actually not the last tour, the tour before, I treated the guys to Raw tickets. Oh, nice. And we went to the Raw after WrestleMania in New Jersey. Fuck, that's it sick. It was the fucking, people still talk about it. It was the craziest Raw of the year. Yeah. It was in fucking sane. And, like, they, they had fun. They yeah. Were, I saw a few of the guys hit the nacho stand about three times. They had fun, you know? <laughs> I uh, uh another wrestling uh, my other big claim to fame aside from seeing Owen Hart die so wow. we kind of we kind of taking a dive on how exciting this is but I saw X Pac in the Mall of America dude I was just gonna say yeah how I, was that it was all right you know he was with his family so I didn't want to like say anything to him but I was like holy shit that's X Pac fucking degeneration oh yeah and, dude know. that same <laughs> night that Raw I was talking about I walked down to, uh, use the restroom yeah. He was walking in the hallway. Really? With the, with um, maybe a guy that was maybe security or something. Yeah. And I asked him for a picture. I was like, hey, can I get a picture? And the security's like, no, keep walking. That's what security said to me. X-Pac said to me, how fast can you walk? I was like, fast as hell. I got a picture. It's, it's on my computer somewhere. You walking, walking with X-Pac? X-Pac. And my picture came out clear as fuck. <laughs> I got one for my buddy. But his came out blurry, and he, he swears that I sabotaged his picture. He yeah. said that I did it on purpose. He just didn't walk fast enough. <laughs> but I did so meet that spot. Another story I have so fucking sad. I went, this is probably about six months ago. Okay. Local junior high school. Okay. To this, watch Matt Hardy wrestle. Oh, my God. This is, this is straight out of the wrestling. Matt, oh just yeah. straight out Matt of the wrestling. Matt Hardy wrestle. That day I watched WrestleMania 18, that fucking famous ladder match that yeah. he had. That they had the Hardys were fucking awesome. Yeah, the Hardys were out of the minds. They were sick. Yeah, they were sick. I asked him for a picture on my cell phone, and he's like, "Yeah, no problem, five dollars." Oh, I had to pay five dollars no. to take a picture with Matt Hardy on my own fucking cell phone, dude. See, and no th- this this is like this is this is where pro wrestling is just so depressing yes. sometimes. And when you watch the wrestler. That like you, you know that that is like what actually happens to yeah. some of these people. Oh, yeah. You know, in like their like post fame. You know, when they're when they're on the down, they're they're doing wrestling matches in VFW halls. And, oh yeah. You know, fucking it's, junior oh, high schools, everywhere else. It's so sad. It's like it's Jesus Christ, I was watching you wrestle uh, WrestleMania earlier today, and now I'm yeah. watching you in junior high school gym. <clears throat> We uh, ten dollars to get into. We played we played uh, Rock and Shock one year. It's mm-hmm. that thing at the Palladium where uh, like there's a show going on, but they also have the horror convention next door. Okay, and um, it like a similar situation where you can like go up and meet people from horror movies, but you know Rock and Shock isn't like a sought after convention by any means. So it's a lot of fucking you know B and C listers. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Alex Winters, uh, Ted or Bill? No, Bill. Yeah, Bill, Bill S. Preston Esquire, you know, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves, yeah. was there. And um, there were these people who were, like, 
kind of thinking about like taking a picture with him and they were taking out their phones. He's like, are you taking a picture? Are you taking a picture? It's $20, $20. Jesus he's Christ. like harassing him. Meanwhile, Danny Trejo, who Machete had just came out. Oh, Danny Trejo, love that movie. Danny Trejo is just meeting everyone for free, meeting and taking pictures with everyone for free. And Alex Winters here is trying to fucking grind someone for 20 bucks. That's so sad. Yeah, it's so That's sad. That's so sad. And the, the, the most depressing part of the whole thing was George Romero is sitting in the corner no one is at his table, and he's falling asleep at his table. And I walk up, and I'm like, I walk up, and I say, uh, excuse me, Mr. Romero, uh, what? Yeah, uh, yeah, he's like, can I have my picture taken with you? Yeah, sure, kid, why not? And I'm like, why is no, why, why is there not a line out the door here, you know? Jesus Christ. So, um, yeah. That is so sad. I actually, the guys brought up one of my favorite stories. You're going to get a whole the kick out of this okay. one. Okay. I'm on. I, I rode with the I Call Fives, the band on this yeah. on the summer tour. All right, they had a painter's van where only the front two windows were visible. Are they still a band? Nah, a little bit. They're doing Soundwave. They're doing a few things. They're getting back in the grind. They're gonna be moving a little bit. Okay, They're doing a few shows. But we're sitting there. Everyone's asleep in the back. I'm sitting passenger. Drew's, Drew's driving. I'm looking down at the iPod. This is a true story. I swear to God, there's video somewhere. Looking down, and Drew says, "Hey, uh, so that car that just passed us." Is either the world's best lookalike or Hulk fucking Hogan? I said, speed this motherfucker up. We got the van and trailer. Oh, I swear to God, my God, I saw the speedometer, ninety-five miles to an catch hour. up with the van and trailer. We pull up. Sure enough, it's fucking Hulk Hogan. I have a Bigfoot photo. I got the video, but there's my Bigfoot photo. He gives me the fucking metal horns, and I'm going. I'm hanging out the window doing the ear sign and everything. He's with like his. It looked like his new chick, whoever yeah, it was, yeah. maybe Brooke in the back. And the two chicks were not stoked. But they were like, oh, God, not again. Right. But just Hulk please, Hogan God. gave me the metal horns on the freeway in Florida. True oh, story. Oh, my God. Best I, day of my life. Josh has got a story where he, he he was in a gas station on tour, and Hulk Hogan just fucking walked into the gas station wearing a Hulkamanian shirt. Oh, my God. And Josh was like, uh, what's up? And Hulk goes, what's up, brother? And oh. Josh, Josh is like, holy shit. Why am I? Why is this a thing? <laughs> I gotta get Josh on the show. He's a crazy motherfucker. Yeah, if you really want some stories, oh, I, yeah. you know, I'm I, I am no storyteller. That 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 man lives to tell this story. You know what? My um, I have a friend, and he told me that he did um security for Brooke Hogan's birthday party. Oh, I don't know God. where the hell it was. That sounds that sounds okay. terrible. She he said that she's fucking like nine feet tall. Right. Whatever. Freakishly huge. Hulk Hogan walks up, and they I guess they got to chat. He's not a wrestling fan. He could give a he could give a fuck. Right. Know? Hulk Hogan told him two things. He said, one, do steroids. He's like, I, he's like I'm 60-something years old, and I look fucking awesome. Do steroids. That's what he said. Two, he told, he told uh, my buddy that when he, first, uh, when he wanted to sell T-shirts at first, Vince McMahon said no. He's like, I just want to sell some shirts. Vince McMahon said no. So he, he started bugging Vince. Vince let him finally sell the shirts. He said that every time he ripped off, one of his shirts, the crowd would too, and they would go buy new shirts. He made three hundred million in a year just off T-shirts, oh, off the Hulkamania yellow and red T-shirt. My t-shirts. God! And Vince said no, and it was fucking insane. Just from ripping the fucking Hulkamania, man, ripping the shirt off, making three hundred million in T-shirts, and then he walked away. That was his advice: do steroids, do steroids and fucking sell T-shirts and, and sell T-shirts. <laughs> Fuck! And that it's, it's insane. Like, that, but that was. 
fucking whole Hulkamania era was just fucking insane. Yeah. I, I mean, re- pro wrestling at that time, I you know, it had a rebirth. I, I feel like re- pro wrestling has, like, a lot of, like, rebirths or, like, you know, like, yeah. it's, it's very cyclical, yeah. you know, uh, very ups and downs. Like, right now with, like, Punk and uh and you know john john cena and the rock having their little feud i, I yeah. felt like it was on the up you yeah. know yeah and then there are times where it's on the down you know late 90s with like mankind undertaker kane stone cold oh, yeah, on the dude. up you know Killer. but well, uh fighting for those ratings back right in the day, exactly you know? but um but i i to me the the classic like pro wrestling at its finest was you know hulk hogan ultimate oh, yeah. warrior oh, yeah, macho dude. man randy savage ultimate warrior is one of my fucking favorite dude. wrestlers the way he would just fucking sprint down to the ring and he's, grab that top rope. I he's my favorite shit. person, but he's a full-blown psycho. I, that's what I heard. Dude, Someone I, was I, telling me there's some interviews you can watch where he's just fucking Oh, loco. my God. 110%. He's the fucking craziest person on the planet. Um, we played that show at the Wiltern uh-huh. uh, on Halloween. It was like an Asking Alexandria show that we opened. Uh-huh. And uh, Ultimate Warrior came out and did a song with Winds of Plague. Shut the Dude, fuck it, up. And it was so fucking crazy. It's Ultimate like, Warrior <laughs> did a song with Winds of Plague? So we're... Like, we keep on seeing it being advertised on the flyer, and we're like, okay, well, whatever that means, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure what to expect from you that. You never do on the road, right. really. Yeah, and uh, so it's me and our merch guys sitting back there, and sure enough, dude, he fucking walks through the door, face fucking painted, no just way. jacked out of his mind. Jacked out of his mind. Windsor Plague does this song. He just comes on stage, mounts himself firmly, and does this like spoken word? What? Like the this hell? like fucked up spoken word thing? I, if you ever watch like the he does these videos, these inspirational videos by uh-huh. himself. If you can put that in a song, that's what he did basically on stage. You know, saying crazy Jesus. shit like, "I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna swing for Mr. Resistance, and I'm gonna fucking kill any <laughs> oppressor, motherfucker." <laughs> um, yeah, he's. He's fucking crazy. Have you ever watched that documentary, the uh, the destruction of the Ultimate Warrior? No. I'm oh not. my god. They, I mean, they. It's it's basically a bunch of dudes in WWF who just trash him. It's like Vince McMahon really? and all all the people because Warrior was this like bodybuilder, this fucking like out of his mind bodybuilder that just got into a ring and just start fucking people up. Yeah. He's like he he had no etiquette, no form. He would just pick people up and slam them down, and everyone's like, dude. You're fucking injuring us. You're hurting us. This is you're out of your fucking mind. God. Yeah, and he's like, I I guess he's just some roided out psycho. Dude, I what? I love him. Oh yeah. I fucking love oh, him. Yeah. But I would never ever ever I ever. I saw interviews with him. I think what they were telling me is like he's out of character, but he still talks like a fucking cuckoo. That that's just how he is. Yeah, you know you know he changed his name, right? No. His name's legally Warrior now. That's right. Yeah, like I did legally. Hear that, yeah, actually. legally, legally, I he is that. Warrior. Well, that's like people didn't like wrestling Vader because Vader was a stiff. Right. When he punched you, he would fucking really sock you. And people didn't like wrestling with him. Because oh he was just my a big God. guy. And people, same thing. I don't want to get in the ring with Vader because he's fucking hurting us. Right. We're, we're fucking getting socked. Right. You know? Dude, you watch those videos of, of Warrior when he picks people up and it just he just fucking drops them. No yeah. cushioning, not, not like trying to aim for like the soft spot in their back or anything. He's just fucking dropping them on their neck. Jesus. So fucked. You know, yeah. um... Have you ever seen? It's one of my favorite documentaries. Do you ever see those? Um, the E, I think it's called the E three sixty or the E sixty on uh, Razor Ramon. No. We're gonna watch that tonight when this is over. Okay. I'm gonna tell you this. At some point, it's just only twenty minutes long. Okay. I'm gonna get your. We're gonna watch it. It's the most fucked up thing. Uh, honestly, it makes me feel so sad. It's 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 fucking. It's depressing. Have you ever watched Beyond the Mat? Yes. Okay. Beyond yes. the Beyond the Mat was the that's the most depressing thing I've seen. 
yeah. because it was like watching the wrestler, only you were actually watching real people. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's, ah, that's where you find him, Mick Foley in his prime. Oh uh, yeah, see, Mick Foley comes off like the coolest dude ever. In that, Jake the Snake is just living human garbage. Dude, I fucking loved real quick ravishing Rick Rude, dude. Yeah. Psycho. Loved him. He's great. I loved him. He's great. It's, he had his, his face on his ass. And it, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> we got, you're listening to Roll on the Dice with Zicky Dice. I got George from Stick to Your Guns here. We're hanging out. Fucking San Antonio, Texas. Gonna play the White Rabbit. We got some commotion going on in the background. This is new to me. We got Walt from Running Out. Welcome. I say what's up, Walt. What are we doing here? It's a, it's a, podcast. a podcast. Cookies. cookies. Where'd you get the cookies? cookies? I'm going to get you on this podcast, by the way. Yeah, I'm you're you're, you're going to be on it. So and um, I got to ask. You, you, you love movies. I do. Let's talk movies. For okay, a let's do it. Let's, let's, let's put the blinker on. Let's talk some okay, movies. Okay, tangent. Let's do you it. You want to know my faves? Yes, let's go. I, top I'm five. Give you top five. Here we go. Number one, The Crow. I fucking love The Crow. I didn't see that coming. but I love The Crow. Respect. I've always wanted to learn that guitar solo he plays on the riff. I back that. That's fucking so I back sick. that. And th- dude, I want to name a song, It Can't Rain All the Time. Remember see, his band that he was in? I, I feel like with The Crow, um, you know, I, I, can, I watch it casually as a casual observer. I'm like, okay, cool. But for some people, it resonated so Dude. hard with a lot of people, with, with them, and there is this whole sect of fandom that is just diehard for the crow. Dude, I showed my lady the crow for the first time recently, and she fucking loved it. I was, yeah. like, I was so glad. Sick. That was, that was, you know, she didn't like it. I was going to have to give her the boot. I got to be honest. have to fucking tell her. I got to give her the boot. Right. But I fucking love the crow. Okay. Followed by Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2. Okay. I love fucking Kill Bill. It Probably some of the more impressive movies I've ever I seen. I fucking love it. Uma Thurman, I don't know why I have the hots for her. She's a babe. Dude, you, People say she looks like a lizard. I want to fuck her. You and Tarantino, you got the bug. Yes, she's she's a babe. Yeah, she's a babe. Okay. Followed by American Pie. Okay. I love American Pie. I, I can it. I can respect that. I I, I feel Pie. like American Pie will forever be the like un, undisputed heavyweight champion of the raunchy comedy. Oh yeah. Now this next one's kind of I'm kind of gonna cheat here, but I'm gonna have to go with the '90s Adam Sandler movies. I'm a fucking huge <laughs> okay. Adam Sandler. Fan, All right. And that's my top five. That's the top five. Have, you got to combine. Okay, for, let's be fair. I got some of the, the, the Adam Sandler DVDs you get at Walmart because it's like five yeah. movies in yeah. one. So that we'll just count that. Okay. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. That's so, that's a solid top I got, five. I got a nice little mix. Yeah, dude. it's a solid top you know? five. Uh, and if I can throw one more in, The Cure. You ever see the movie The Cure? No. Dude. The Cure. With who? It's about this kid uh, who's, who uh, has AIDS. And okay. two best friends. They're like little kids. They try and find a cure for him. Oh, wow. Let's just say it gets sour at the end. Yeah, it sounds Real heartwarming. Jerker. Watch that with your lady. You're okay. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, top five. Uh, this uh, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark is undoubtedly my favorite movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Just it's always number one, always and forever. It's going to be number one. It's a good one. Uh, it's followed by The Big Lebowski. I have not seen that. And why are we even doing this podcast? I, I knew that was. Coming. Are you fucking kidding coming. me? I get that every single time. I. Then let's have a date. It's going down, me and you. Oh, my God. Get the microphone off your head. I have a little bit more faith in me, George. <laughs> You're killing me. The Big Lebowski. We'll Haven't seen it. it. That's crazy. I'll, I'm downloading it for you. I'm watching it I for own, you. I, I, I own multiple coffee table books of The Big Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> this is how dedicated I am to this. Yeah. True fan. It, it's, it uh, yeah, fuck. I, I can put that movie on, and I, I'll be crying just instantly. I'll find something new that, I, that will make me laugh when Shit. I watch that movie. Uh, the third, my third is probably uh, Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Um, You're gonna hate me on this one too. Uh, you probably haven't seen it. Yep. Yeah, but I, I see, I need and to. It, it's like Wes Anderson's 
into Bill Murray's character in there, and if you if you've ever had like an interesting or different relationship with yeah. your with your dad, uh, you you start to see the movie for like in a whole new light. So yeah, definitely gotta check that out. Um, yeah, number four is um, it's pro- it's probably Clerks. Um, That's yeah, a fucking good movie. I you know to to this day I every time I think about or watch or you know read anything about Clerks I feel inspired to like that I'm capable of making my own film you know yeah. Yeah. Th- this is a dude who just dropped out of film school and said I'm gonna do I'm gonna try it you know I'm just gonna do this he maxed out his credit cards sold his comic books and he fucking made this sick movie that is now this timeless representation oh, yeah. of like oh, the, yeah. the you know the Generation X uh, you know. I, I guess like all the Generation X or all of the culture of the '90s. I, it's fuck. It's it's the sickest movie. It's so good. Um, and uh, if I round if I round out number five, uh, it, it, number five kind of varies. It really really depends. But uh, I'd, I'd probably I'd probably put Pulp Fiction in there. Oh my dude, yep. Yeah. I, I gotta agree with you. That yeah. I fucking love Pulp Fiction. I put I put Pulp Fiction in there. You know, I walked into the store the other day and uh, they were not for sale, but I offered. They had two little fucking toys yeah. of uh, John Travolta and fucking Samuel L. Jackson dressed up. Yeah. And the fucking dude, I wanted them so fucking bad. I wanted them so bad. Let me ask you this: You ever been to a movie by yourself? Yeah, all the time. I love it. It's it's I the love best. It. That's my guilty pleasure. Yeah, my my girlfriend thinks I'm out of my mind. But <laughs> I, <laughs> it, it's so relaxing. I, I fucking I, love it. No, I go see movies all the time. I if there's a movie that it's like two and a half hours plus, and I know that my girlfriend's gonna be chomping in the bit like an hour into it, yeah. like I'll just go see it by myself. I biggest mistake ever is I took my girlfriend to go see a serious man with me. Uh, it's this Coen Brothers movie. Uh-huh. It's fucking incredible. The movie's movie's unreal, but uh-huh. it's two hours of just the driest Jewish humor. So <laughs> she she wasn't stoked by any means. Uh, so I, I learned my lesson. I also took my girlfriend to go see The Master. I don't know if you saw that Paul, Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Yeah, yeah, she wasn't stuck on that. So I, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, it's a hit or miss. It's, with it's, the, with the it's different strokes for different folks. Wait, so I've you know, made my sacrifices. I've seen all the Twilight movies. Let's oh, be fucking real. Yeah. I went to the theater with my lady. Hey, I had to. Okay, you got to do what you got to do. Sister of the traveling pants. Fuck no, I stayed home for that bullshit. Yeah, but uh, one of my, I, I have to throw this in. One of my top five, honestly, is the movie Three Hundred. I fucking love that movie. Uh, yeah, I think it's all right. They're um, coming out with that new one. Yeah, the new one. Uh, I think they're just trying to make people like aware of its existence. And I'm kind of bummed. I don't know. I, I hate when they do that because it's like, are you going to ruin one of my fucking faves? Yeah. Or... You know, uh, I think 300 visually, it's it's stunning. Like, you know, there's you can't take that away from Zack Snyder. Yeah. In, in that realm of, like, action, I think Zack, Zack Snyder's king. Yeah. But uh, uh, as far as, like, Zack Snyder, like, fleshing out and actually developing characters mm-hmm. um, or, you know... He he felt it necessary to like put that rape scene in when that's not in. Yeah, it's dude. like not even in the original source material. Yeah. And then like it's this dude's like you want to oh let's make sure you make him real sinister so he says oh you're not gonna enjoy this. It's like God Zach yeah what, like what the <laughs> yeah, like, fuck what? like you misogynistic piece of shit. That shit you know? was weird. So that shit was yeah weird. I I like three hundred. I don't think it's a movie I would ever like just sit down and watch though. If it's Ooh. like you know if it's if someone's watching it casually and I'm, oh yeah cool. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll stay to see fucking Xerxes get his fucking nose ring picked, yeah, you know, ripped yeah. out or some shit. I love that shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, Zach, Zach Snyder, not, not to go off on a tangent, but do it I, I, I the fuck, dice. Do whatever yeah. the fuck you want. Oh, my God. Yeah, I got a, such a bone to pick with that asshole. 
because I, I I feel like he just pissed on Superman with Man of Steel. Dude, I I yeah, I was kind of stoked to see that. And... I thought it could have been it like when I watched the trailer, and to this day I'll like still put on the trailer sometimes because the it's sick. it's the best movie trailer I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm-hmm. I watch it and I feel like I can do anything. Oh, yeah. And when I saw that movie, I left the theater and thought, wow. There is no hope for this world. <laughs> I, I left just feeling despondent because it's, you know, oh, all the Metropolis just got leveled and the way that Superman thought he should deal with his first adversary was snap his neck. <laughs> Great. That's that's going to that's going to love you, George. I love this shit, man. <laughs> that's going to be looking at all in a whole different perspective. You know your shit. That's you that. Know your shit. Yeah. That'll totally instill hope in, in people. Right. Yeah. You're yeah. supposed to be this tentpole, this beacon of just of moral guidance. You're supposed to have this ironclad steel trap moral compass. <laughs> and instead of like taking care of Zod an hour and a half before you destroyed Metropolis, because there are obviously no other ways to do it. Yeah. You let all of Metropolis get fucking wrecked, killing millions in the process without you so much as batting an eye mm-hmm. to, to save any of them. And then when you just, you find out that there's no, there's no way to deal with this. There's no way to send Zod back into the phantom zone. You go, well, I guess I got to fucking kill him now. Yep. God, like I, I, I was let down. I got to say, I was yeah, let down. I understand that you know you're supposed to be like a greenhorn. You know, this is your first, this is your first rodeo. This is your first outing in the Cape and everything. But yeah. man, motherfucker, like Jesus dude, Christ, I was, I was let down, dude. What do? I heard you talking a little bit last night. What do you think of the new Batman series? Uh, like Nolan's Batman's? Yeah. Oh, they're incredible. I love them. Yeah, they're fucking. I love they're, them. they're they're they redefine the genre. And what do you think about this uh, Batman-Superman combo uh, they got coming out? What okay. are your thoughts? Uh, you know, since... What was it, Comic-Con or they released yeah, the yeah, fucking... Yeah, they released the they, image, right? They, well, they, yeah, they did the announcement at Comic-Con, and now recently there's a, there's a lot of rumors. And they also did just cast Gail Godot as Wonder Woman. But they... Really? Well, I mean, they cast her as Diana Prince. Uh-huh. So she might be, like, a consultant to, like, the CIA or, like, her, like, yeah. government go- job before she actually reveals that she's Wonder Woman. Yeah. But uh, my, my biggest thing is, like, aside from all the rumors, aside from, like, how they're trying to throw all these other people into the mix, my biggest concern is still that Zack Snyder and David S. Goyer are the people who are helming it. Because I, after, after Man of Steel... Yeah, well, you're a little worried. After, a little worried yeah, there. you know, I don't... Zack Snyder doesn't handle female characters well, just straight up. I'll just make that statement. Yeah. And because, you know, look at 300. He thought that, oh, I just... I should just put this rape scene in here because that, that'll change things up, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, Watchmen, arguably his best film. Watchmen's Ar- fucking sick. Arguably his best film. But what he does to the Silk Spectra is he, he takes her from this woman who has all the power. You know, she, she has all the power. She, she's this independent woman, and she, um, yeah, she's living in the shadow of her mother, but she's found a way to make herself, like, make it her own. Yeah. And the whole sex scene with her and Night Owl, like, Dan Dryberg is this fat, out-of-gas dude. You know, he, he, he's past his prime. And, like, you know, he, the first time they try to have sex, he premature ejaculates. The dude can't handle himself around yeah. her because she's so fucking powerful. And that whole sex scene, he's just fixated on, like, her ass and, like, her, her heels. And it's like, dude. Like, you're, what the you're, fuck were you thinking? You're, you're, well, it's just you're missing the point. You yeah. Know? You're missing the point. The, this this woman is she, – she's a fucking woman, you know. She's not just this fetish. Yeah. You know, she's not this girl in, in leather. It's – it, you know, I I really feel like he he didn't do the characters justice, and the whole the whole reveal that the comedian was her father mm-hmm. was just, I, it, 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 <laughs> it, 
you know, everyone thinks I'm like persnickety, but yeah, then yeah. but then you look at his next movie, Sucker Punch, and it's just the biggest piece of like flaming shit I want to see I've that ever and seen. I didn't, so oh, skip. God, that's that's one of the bigger letdowns I, I like in the last couple of years. And the, just again, like the way he treats women, it's just he he doesn't. It, it's almost like he just doesn't believe that like there can be strong female characters, yeah. you know, because yeah. while you see them kicking ass in Sucker Punch. You know, that's all supposed to be a metaphor for them in this fucking institution where they're like being lobotomized and all this shit. Mm -hmm. And it's it, it to to me, Zack Snyder doesn't have a good handle on it. And then on top of that, David S. Goyer writing again. Yeah, like, you know, Goyer's got like, you know, he's got all the Nolan movies under his belt because he also wrote the scripts for those. But yeah. he's but he was consulting with Chris and Jonathan Nolan. He's not actually, you know, he's not fucking cowboying on his own like he is now mm -hmm. with Zack Snyder. And so, with how I saw what he did with Man of Steel, I'm I'm kind of worried. Yeah. You know, when when is that supposed to come out? Uh, it's supposed to be 2015. Okay. Uh, it's a big summer because obviously they're they're not only putting out that new Harry Potter movie, um, but that's also Avengers Two is coming out. Oh shit! Uh, they're doing Ant Man, so they're launching Marvel Phase they're doing Three. Doing Ant Man? Yeah. Oh. Fuck yeah. That starts in 2015, so they really want to. I, I think DC and Warner Brothers wants to make like a like a declarative like we're gonna own the summer you know yeah. we're it's batman superman it's the two biggest intellectual properties on the planet they're going yeah. they're going fucking toe-to-toe -to -toe. wonder woman we'll put her in there you know there's but there's rumors of like nightwing being in there Shit. there's rumors of like bat there's, there's there's a lot surrounding it and to me the movie already feels bloated yeah i feel like they're trying to do too much too much in one but yeah. again that's that's me. I, I, I really don't want to be a part of fandom that, that casts judgment before I can actually see things. Oh, yeah. I feel like Affleck's going to kill it. I love Ben Affleck. I, I'm not let down by that at all. Yeah. I think I think going to do great. No, I think Ben Affleck's going to fucking kill it. Um, and again, like I think Henry Cavill, given the right script, mm -hmm. can do well um, as Clark, you know? Yeah. But, I you know, Man of Steel, again, the, the they... It's it's almost as if you you never get to see Clark. You just see yeah. this you see this kid developing, and then you know he goes off and finds out that he has this whole Kryptonian heritage, and then it's he's Cal for the rest of the movie. But to me, I always look at as he's always Clark Kent, and he's just got these powers. You oh, know? Yeah. And while yeah, he's got this Kryptonian heritage, and you know there's this whole past. I I never look at it as like oh well, it's Clark Kent and Cal Al. It's these two. It's no. He's just like he's Clark Kent that has and he's you know a god. Yeah, yeah. So have uh, you been to a comic con yourself? Uh, I went to uh, the sh I went to Chicago con when I was younger. Um, that's where I uh, <laughs> I I thought I was gonna make the best investment of my life, and I spent seventy five dollars on the Amazing Spider Man two fifty two when he uh -huh. comes back with the symbiote suit oh, for the first time. I was like, shit. oh, this is gonna be worth so much money. It's not worth anything <laughs> anymore. So I learned my lesson there. It happens. You want some, you lose. Some. I learned my That's lesson there. I, I never, I never go after pricey books anymore. I, I, I read strictly for pleasure. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I, I went to the Chicago Con. It's awesome. Um, now moving up to Seattle, I really want to go to like Emerald City Comic Con and Rose City Comic Con. One of, a buddy of mine was telling me about those. I didn't even know about those. Yeah, they're recently. they're cool. They're and cool. When do they do those? Uh, the, I I think they're in March. Uh, okay. I want to say they're in March or like February. Um, the uh, the the Seattle like the Seattle and Portland uh, like I guess uh, comic scene mm -hmm. or just that the the whole pop culture scene up there is pretty fucking vibrant. Uh, the company Funko that my girlfriend works mm -hmm. for, uh, those pop toys yeah, that I was yeah, telling, yeah, the yeah. pop figures, they're based out of Seattle. 
uh, Wizard. Do you remember Wizards yeah. of the oh, Coast? Yeah, yeah oh, like yeah. Pokemon and shit. Oh, yeah. They're based out of Seattle. I mean, they, they really only handle Magic the Gathering now, but Magic's still like a big thing. I played my first game of Magic recently. Oh, my very brother, cool. My, my brother's huge into Magic. Yeah. It's fucking confusing, but I had fun. Warped, uh, like, they sent all the bands just boxes Dude, and booster packs. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fucking when sick. Forever Came Calling came back, they just had fucking stacks yeah. of Magic. That's all they would do is just fucking nerd out and play Magic. It's sick. And it's I, like, I tried to learn, and I did, and I was like, I'm trying to teach my brother Pokemon. Or if he teaches me magic. Okay, there train. you go. I, I never went down the magic uh, rabbit hole because mm -hmm. um, I, when I was uh, ten, I put my life into Pokemon. Just every every cent that I had, <laughs> I put into Pokemon. Uh, I was competing at tournaments. Oh shit! Yeah, I was competing at tournaments at comic book shops or like they they would have these like big blowout things at yeah. the mall where yeah. like people would come in and regardless of whether it was the game or it was Game Boy. Or it was, you know, like name it. I was like legit. I was legitimately invested in it. I was very, very invested into Pokemon, and I saw what I did with that, and I saw how much more you had to invest to be into Magic. And I just told myself, I can't go there. I, I, I can't actually do that. Um, so uh, I, I didn't bite the bullet on Magic, yeah. but it's cool that I have cards now because I can actually play. Well, dude, we're, you're gonna have to teach me a few things. The thing I get confused on turn the card to the yeah, side and all that stuff. There's, like, I yeah. don't get all that shit. Yeah, see, I, I'm, I, I understand Magic because like I'm, I'm big in, I'm big into yeah. not only card games but just board games in general. So it's, it's fun. But uh, not to focus back on the Northwest, um, I guess like a bunch of, uh, a bunch of like my favorite writers actually live in Portland. Oh shit! Also, so it's cool. Hey, Will. <laughs> There's a sketchy individual uh, looking yeah. for you at the back <laughs> Some, door. Someone's looking for Nick. I don't know who Nick is. I know who Zicky Dice is, though. Rolling the dice. But, um, dude, it's been f it's fucking awesome talking to you. I watch you jam just about every single night. I've caught most of your set. Um, either with such gold, I've seen seen you jam and just sit down and fucking nerd out with you has been fucking yeah, awesome. man. It's, it's so sick. cool, like to get to get, sit down and like, all right, this is what he's into, you know. I don't get to nerd out with my boys that much, right? You know, they, everyone has their own thing. They like video games and shit. I, yeah, I'm into video games here a little bit, you know. And it's just been killer if I can sit down and talk to you. Yeah, man. And um, tours coming up to an end. You guys tour's been coming to an end. Been, what six weeks now? This, this, six oh, weeks. Uh, week six now. Yep. Tour ends. We got some time off. We're gonna do some keeping warm charity shows. Nice. Um, the end of January, and uh, we got a new record that we're recording. Can't um, wait to hear it, man. Yep. A tour that I can't announce yet, but everyone knows it, anyways. And uh, then we're going to Europe with Boy Sets Fire. Nice. And uh, then we're going back to Europe again, and that's all I got. I so, Dude, yeah. Well, it's fucking a man. It's, it's been. I've been so stoked to watch you guys jam. Like I said, you guys are fucking solid live. Dude. You are a fucking machine. I don't care if you deny it or not. You're a fucking solid drummer. I'll I'll take it. And Thanks. Drum set's beautiful. I'm looking at it right now. It's just big. It's just looking at me back. It just winked at me. And I, I'm glad you got to sit down with Ziggy Dice and yeah, man. The dice, this man. is sick. The shit. This is cool. I got to do it. I you know. You got to bring me on your podcast. You, I'm waiting. To, I'm waiting to be a guest. You've inspired Anytime. me. Let's do it, dude. This Fucking awesome. This is a roll in the dice with Ziggy Dice. We're gonna wrap shit up here. Anything else you'd like to say? <laughs> I got nothing. This was, <laughs> this was cool. Dude, this has been fucking awesome. Well, thank you. And uh, hopefully we can uh, do this again sometime. Yeah, man. Back up. Alright.
another Roma Dice production.